1: anniversary to the Bookshelf Boyfriends podcast and welcome to our very first recorded episode of our anniversary episodes. What's up bookworms? It's your host Stevie. And of course as always it's your loudmouth loudmouth co-host MJ coming at you super excited. This is awesome. Stevie happy friendiversary. We've been so busy with this (laughs) and this is me. We've been so busy with this podcast and, like, getting this anniversary shit ready that we have not sat down and realized that this is also our friend
0: <laughs> Oh, my God. It, technically, our friend though, happened when the anniversary of Love and Hockey. Which is in, um, which was,
1: you know, you know. A couple months ago. A months ago. So, I mean, te- I guess we kept technically passed it, but. At the same time, I guess, I don't know. We're somewhere in the middle. We were, like, in the middle yeah, of- Yeah, we were
0: kind of, like, new friends, but then we got really close, like, right around now. This is our friendiversary. Right. We're making this our friendiversary. Absolutely.
1: So, let's just, for a second, just look back, Stevie. Just look <laughs> back. Take like, like a trip down memory lane. Let's have a trip down memory lane from- The first episode we ever recorded was in my apartment in Virginia, and I was in my bedroom. I had no office. I was in my bedroom. Literally, oh my, I can't. I literally can't. And then I would record episodes in my kitchen because I had no office. Do you remember that? Yeah, you were sitting Uh, in your kitchen. (laughs) And I would, I would turn my kitchen table so that my blue ass wall was behind me. So it looked like I had an office and not like my whole ass sink and shit behind me. Oh my God. I feel like this podcast has come so far. I feel like we as individuals have come extremely
0: far and I am just thankful for every single person who's listened this whole year. I have been on. I mean, man, you got to think it was almost a year ago. So this episode is one of, well, yeah, one of 14. So one September 18th, which is in 14, 13 days, um, it will be the first anniversary of the very first episode we posted which was called when bloggers and authors collide
1: and that's when i was in my bedroom yep and, and we
0: did that one at 1 in the morning oh my, <laughs> <laughs> we oh my god we did we told the story about how mj ordered a microphone and it. she got, got trolls. trolls that i can't i was trying I to save know. the turtles that I
1: kept by the way I still have those mother effing straws she too. still uses that. I use those straws <laughs> I guess I do and I just oh. think, yeah so like thank you to everybody who's listened thank you to everybody who's came on the podcast that's like you know been amazing anybody who's done a giveaway with us donated oh. a book you know sent anything- us books to read send his books to read, spread the word about us, anything of that nature, we really, really appreciate it. It's been a wild ride, and we cannot wait for, like, 20 more years. I know,
0: and what's crazy, though, is I think when we first, this first idea happened, obviously we were in full lockdown at the time, Yeah. and I don't think we ever thought that this was going to be as big as it is. No. And... It has been a very special experience for MJ and I. MJ and I have become best friends because of it. Like, we talk <laughs> all the time. So, and so emotional, now. Then, of course, you add in all the authors that we spent hours with and laughed with and um, just had such good time with, who we've now all become is- really good friends with. All of the yeah, all of the friends we've made along the way. You know, right. like, I mean, look at Alexis. Alexis has been on here twice now, and she has become one of our really good friends.
1: Yeah, like shout, like genuinely, shout out to like this podcast for making like like Saffron Kent is now like one of like my closest friends, and like I talked to her because of this podcast. K Money, we never would have met K Money. Money, if, if it wasn't podcast. for her, <laughs> and it's like. I yeah I've I have made some of the you know some even JC
0: though JC was the same way like JC was it's like I want to come on the podcast, the podcast. Oh, yes, <laughs> she was. Ah, yes so it's I like... mean so we definitely Michelle B my, oh
1: my I cannot believe I forgot Michelle she's gonna kick my ass Michelle B
0: hey, Michelle was like one of the first friends that we made from this podcast and I had you for, Valentine's Day episode oh my god that was so much fun
1: Honestly, I, yeah, the friends and connections I've made because this podcast has just been genuinely amazing. I
0: and mean, look at us with Candy Steiner, though, and Willow Winters and Jen Sterling. Oh like, my God. And because
1: this podcast, like, I get to talk to like some people that genuinely have like inspired my entire journey as an indie author. Like, let's just not brush over that. Like,
0: my mental heart attack when I talk to Candy Steiner, well, if we'll just flash on back to that point. So we're gonna fill you guys in on what's gonna happen over the next 13 days, um, well 12 days now at this point. But we're gonna give you guys a little bit of, we're not gonna announce anything yet, because we're gonna make you guys listen to the episodes in order to find out who's coming. Yep. So you are got, you guys are gonna get episodes every day, like every day for. So we're gonna kick this. Obviously, if you guys have been, if you're listening to this. You saw yesterday that we were live with Jen um, Sterling and Willow Winters and Candy Steiner. That was day one. This is day two.
1: Super fun experience. Super awesome. Yes.
0: That's and it. now we are moving forward and we still have 13 authors that are coming on.
1: Yeah. Actually, it's and a little if more than 13. you want to know who they are, you
0: got to Listen. Right. So, at the end of every episode, we will tell you who is coming next. Um, you will not be able to find it anywhere else except when you listen to the podcast. Um, okay. We will be, we also will tell you that we are doing giveaways every day. Yep. So, make sure you're following our Instagram. Um, we have today, you can... Enter the giveaway for single parent paperbacks. Um, I won't say how many because that you'll just have to go and get all the details from our Instagram, but it is going to be a lot of fun. And to kick everything off, we're bringing back an oldie, but a goodie.
1: An oldie, but a goodie. I love love
0: that. We are bringing back one of my favorite people. And that is carlo ray whoop, whoop. this is her second time here because god love her she was one of our like our third episode that we ever recorded yeah yeah so she's coming back and you gotta think at the time she was here last time she was pregnant <gasps> oh my god she has a
1: baby now right oh my god that's a baby a- who is
0: like seven months old <laughs> oh my god even like thinking about that i literally can't actually I- she'll She's almost a year old, I think, at this point. But yeah, she, uh, so Harlow Ray is here. She is going to be joining us for some fun questions, and we cannot wait. Super exciting. Super exciting. I can't wait. So, do you just want
1: to go ahead and jump right on and get on and talking to her? I think we're going to do that. Yes, we are. All right. Peace out. Peace and love. Bye, guys. Head on over. Let's go. Thank you so much for joining us on our anniversary episode. Harlow
2: Ray, welcome to the Yay. podcast again. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Congratulations on the big anniversary.
1: Thank you. We were also talking about in the intro how it's also like mine and Stevie's friendiversary. We've yep. been so well, Stevie's been so consumed. Like I've been assisting slightly. I do graphics. That's about it. Um, but um, Stevie's been like we've been so consumed with like doing things for the anniversary that we forget that it's like our anniversary also.
2: Oh, so, that's.
1: Like, Yeah, I know. So it's like, oh, my God, Stevie, we've been friends for like, you know, a year now. How cool is that? But yeah, so um, we're super excited to have you. Thank you for joining us again. Like I said earlier, um, we're not much more professional than we were when we started.
2: You guys are professional to begin with. Um,
1: But yeah, uh, super stoked to have you. And uh, we're going to go ahead and jump right into questions about something like Hate, which is your um, newest release. So I'm going to let Stevie take the first one. And then, or do you want me to take the second one?
0: It doesn't matter. I okay, can we'll go first. Okay. Well, since the last time you were here, you have released a few more books. <laughs>
2: yeah. Not that many. I mean, I can't, I can't remember. I think it's Les three. Left for Wild was live when we- Yes, because
0: I think uh, that one came out in February. Oh my God. The cover of that book. No, was... Left for Wild was what? this. Which one came out in February? Uh, left them, them loved. One. Leave yeah. them
2: loved. Oh my God! Not for wild. I released in the fall, which is when I know we we talked. But I wasn't sure if it was live or not when we talked. Um, but yeah, leave them loved was in February, and then yeah, something like hate was in June. So yay!
0: So what was your inspiration for this? Because this is an enemies to lovers billionaire story. This is a complete change from what you've done.
2: <laughs> I know. So I've got- you know, I've kind of been, yeah, just, just testing the waters with a few different things. No, so actually last year I got this just general idea to do this like quad pod friendship um, kind of, you know, standalone series where these you know four girls are graduating college and then they all kind of go in their separate directions. So I had the general tropes um, that I wanted and I started with Leave Em Loved. So Leave Em Loved is kind of the first with Adria's story and what if they run
1: out of cover for leaving love? That man on that cover, Lord
2: God. <laughs> oh my gosh, I stalked him on Instagram and yeah. Woo! He, it's he's <laughs> eyeballs. It's I a would,
1: good one. <laughs> oh my
2: god.
1: I would love oh, to look at his face. <laughs> he's
2: he's very he's very inspirational. I tell you. <laughs> um so and yeah, so that one was a little different. Well, not that, but it was, you know, small town. And then um in that book, we kind of see, you know. Vanna and I just she's a very strong
1: (laughs) strong character
2: and I knew when I was planning that one of the books was going to be extreme enemies to lovers like I've always wanted to do one that was just like over the top like hate fest um and Vanna was you know the perfect (laughs) the perfect uh, heroine what's that
1: (laughs) I said, perfect girl to be in that kind of situation.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, she's snarkalicious and she wasn't going to take any crap from anybody. Um, so, I mean, the initial inspiration was just like wanting to, yeah, just dive into this like really extreme, angsty, like testing boundaries and pushing, you know, power struggles and stuff like that. Yeah. So, and yeah, she just like fit the role. And then Landon kind of came along too and being a billionaire I, it was because of the cover the image um <laughs> that he became a billionaire because i bought the image february 2020 yeah i don't know if you can see it but so then i was like well so he looks very rich <laughs> make <him a> <laughs> yeah, i mean funny. why settle up for a millionaire when you can make him a billionaire um but yeah it's definitely the first um billionaire i've done so but it was, well, you did it
1: you did it well so our favorite couple on this podcast is always going to be Grady and Sutton but because I
0: I would like to also state the fact that I do have a sticker on my laptop that says uh Grady's girl and it's got the (laughs) t-shirt oh yeah I love that sticker so um
1: but Landon and Vanna are close seconds for us so what was your favorite part about
2: writing their story so uh, that's the, my, I guess my favorite part was coming up with how they were going to get back at each other, you know, <laughs> like the little like prank war, yeah. um, <laughs> chandelier, <laughs> it's probably, gosh, she got me laughing pretty hard. Um, that, that part, and just, you know, trying to be creative and thinking about ways that they could just kind of like dig at each other without going too far because yeah, they were still technically supposed to be, you know, professionals. Um, but I also think just trying to make people like this book when they're like, <laughs> I kept telling my betas. I was like, oh my gosh, the people are going to hate these assholes. <laughs> they're going to hate them. No. Just, no. no. The fact that people actually like it. I mean, that was really fun for me. So.
0: <laughs> we love an enemy to lovers moment. Okay. Love and there's something moment. definitely really good about hate sex. Mm-hmm. Oh, when you do enemy to lovers. It's true.
2: Oh. It doesn't get much better than that.
0: So yummy. Literally cannot even do it. <laughs> yeah, um so something like hate we did talk about how it's not your typical romance because there is a lot van is full of snark and she's very, got a lot of wit about her um what do you think was so different about the other books besides it being the billionaire and enemies still lovers yeah
2: what was different about something like hate compared to my other books yeah. yeah
1: just like the characters in general
2: oh yeah well i would definitely say i had to realize that remind myself that this was a romance and that um there had to be some happy moments. <laughs> 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 I think I got to the point where I was almost like 70% of the way and I was like oh you know they're gonna have to make up or like I don't know what and you that was like really different for me. Nice. My books are usually very like swoony and there's a lot of like you know tender feels in there like even in the beginning um but this one was just very angry most of the time and I know that that's what a lot of people are digging at it which I knew I mean I knew people are not going to love this book like a lot of people aren't going to love this book but I think that that is the fun of it too and that makes the kind of difference stand out is that it's a romance but it's also it's also like a you you know it's a fight to get to that romance yeah yeah
1: enemy celebrities were my favorite tropes so like give me all of the like (laughs) I saw this TikTok dead ass it is I'm not even I don't know if you've ever read Throne of Glass by um Sarah J Mass.
2: I haven't I,
1: I own it but I have to read it I know okay so Rowan Whitethorn is like the king like literally if somebody came down from the heavens and was like you can have one fictional boyfriend come to life boom it's him because he's gorge but their story is an enemy to lovers and they like get into physical altercations when they first meet like they are from two different um well I guess like in today's I, I don't really like I guess cultures would be kind of the way to explain it but in their book it's like two different uh uh powers I guess yeah like, it's they, like
2: fantasy I know I read a yeah. lot of fantasy stuff but yeah
1: and so his family hates the her like kind or whatever right and so, like, they get into physical altercations. Like, I mean, he punched her, like, right in the throat. <laughs> like, I was like, bro, I was like, I saw this TikTok, and it was like, when he punches you in the throat and tells you that he wishes you were never born, and it was like, right. it was yeah. like this girl who was, like, fanning
2: herself, and I was like, same, though, same, though. <laughs> I know, I love those TikToks where they're like, you know, am I, do I like this? Do I find this attractive? And they're like, yeah. Mm yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, is this turning me on no yeah, yeah. <laughs> do like this oh no well
1: um, I do so oh my god and then you have that trend going on right now where it's like people post like where it's like they carved their initials into her leg when they pissed when they pissed them off and then they're like they carved their initials into their leg and I was like bro this is iconic I love this I love TikTok book talk is popping it's the best I know I love it it's so, so fun what surprised you most about this book like when you were writing it was it the plot the characters the inspiration etc what uh what's
2: surprised? i think what surprised me is that i mean i how easily like i fell into it and um like that even though they were angry and there's a lot of hate like they were still very passionate um so I think it's also just like how much I enjoyed writing it which and I don't know what that says about me but (laughs) we were just talking about like should I like this no that um you know just yeah how much they like hate each other yeah like that angry like hate sex stuff like I don't know it's just the best bro work just like fly but there weren't like a whole bunch of surprises although there and I can't really say it but like at the end the you know the main like conflict twist that kind of sprang up on me one night and I was like oh that's kind of fun so that was kind of a fun surprise like when what Landon you know suggests yeah, yeah. Wow. you know that you can just think about that what that might mean that was a surprise for me because I actually had um a different initially I had like a different idea planned I'm you know obviously a panther. don't plot my books so but. we wing it yeah I let the characters kind of decide I mean I have like a general broad idea but then yeah yeah, things happen
1: all right Stevie you can take general book question the first one's for general book questions now so
0: take it away. all right so out of all the books you have written so far is there any book that you favor over another it's like choosing a favorite
2: child I know (laughs) well and I think I said this I mean so Breaker will always have this like super special place because it's just um I don't know just like writing it like it gave me like so many like deep feels and there's just like something about that happy something Bro, that happy something sends me every time bro yeah and I'll just I'll never get over it you know it's been like two years and I'm still like the blue cover right there you know, yeah. The the cover. Cover, I'm ever <laughs> gonna eat that. You know, it's just something and that cover. Grady is just yeah, I love her.
1: Literally, I will just occasionally I keep I bought it, so it's on my Kindle, right? And I will just occasionally just go on my Kindle and I'll just type in happy something and I'll just yeah. like go and like read those little moments between the two of them and I'm like, Oh, not me having a mental breakdown again. Oh. Right. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, so, so I know I'm not supposed to a favorite, but that's definitely I mean, whenever I say in that book it just, it, you know, it always, like, sells really, low. it's always, like, really well-received, like, people really enjoy that it's, like, gritty, but it's also, like, overly sweet, you know what I mean? It's kind of this, like, rare combination that I don't think a lot of times happens, so.
0: Plus, you get a twist in there with all the stuff with Grady and the
2: oh. oh, yeah. yeah. heart. I know, Yeah. So I don't know, that's, a, that's the one that I always say, because, it, um yeah, and there's always something that I'm going to be able to beat him oh yeah and the <laughs> brother's best friend trope so that was like the first brother's best friend I hadn't done it yet but I was like oh, yeah. this is a vibe so
1: mm-hmm. would you ever consider either adding more books to silo springs or maybe write a next generation
2: yeah oh I've I've thought about it or um doing like a crossover oh <laughs> the problem is but my books kind of take place all over the you know there's like this huge random spectrum but I did at the end of Breaker I mean the second epilogue I brought them to um, ask me why yeah so I tied them into yeah to ask me why but at the same time that was just like a random vacation but I was thinking more of like the small towns like somehow I don't I haven't quite figured it out yet but
1: mesh they mesh together because yeah listen, going out. i want to see yeah
2: or just style. somehow like doing a crossover between some of my books like i kind of did it with i did it with something like hate and ask me why also because of Brant's. yeah and, you know he needed just some more time <laughs> he, he will always need more time i would yeah.
1: love to see a gray and a gradient soot, and child i would yeah love to I, I would know love- that
0: we were obviously hinted like it was given to us in that epilogue so
2: right and then yeah but there's no baby. yeah no she could well cause she's not really friends with because I, I guess by the time loner came out like she maybe would have had the baby but anyways like well, she listen,
1: if you plan on doing it mark <laughs> us on down for reading it so yeah. gonna
2: happen. even if it's just you know because sometimes we have these extra projects that authors are like oh do you want to just like be part of this little I don't know you know like newsletter builders or anthologies and then you can write like additional something and so it could be I don't know side project for that or unless I do a second generation that would be fun
1: I'd be here for it That's all I'm saying
2: because everybody (laughs) I do get asked about Ollie's story you know Brance's son so
1: I'm just we're here for it
2: yeah that's another one I would love to say yeah so
1: your favorite question
2: I do I and I, I would love to write his book so but <laughs> I think it will be a little while because I have to figure out how to I'm not, patient I, I just so like I'm not happy. the plotter in me so sometimes I get caught up on like how am I gonna make all of this work
0: but <laughs> <laughs> so if you could pick one of your books to become a tv series or a movie which one would you choose and who would you cast in the roles
2: no, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's such a hard, that's a hard question. Um, well, I, I always feel like I'm a total um, like small town um, rom com junkie. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I think leave him loved would be hilarious.
1: Oh my god, like I think
2: it would be a really good one. Like this girl, and I think I don't know. I I actually haven't watched a lot of Virgin River, but I I think it has kind of the same vibe where she you know there's like this city girl who gets like transplanted into the country like total country and then there's just like fumbling around I mean I think it would be really hilarious like Dixie, yeah, yeah like, like Carter Dixie okay yeah gosh yeah. I forgot about that because I haven't seen that in a really long time too but yeah so I think that that would be a really fun one but I guess now maybe we're that we're talking about it it's been it's already been done, but it would be fun if it was book.
1: <laughs> but it's not been done with your characters, so that's yeah,
2: right. that's true. And plus, you know, then there's four other. If we're gonna put it in a series, there's gonna be four books, and you know, this friends. So yeah, it would keep going. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then we would
2: get Vanna and and I think, and Landon. That would be that would great be really on fun.
1: television. That's all I gotta say. That would be great.
0: Yeah, Look, I think- it is a time where all of our like these contemporary authors are becoming putting their things in movies
2: I know and I'm,
0: I'm, B. B. Easton.
2: I'm here for it I'm here for the full frontal That's fine like they Bro, can row
1: episode three <laughs> 20 minutes in. yeah it's like Dude. Dude.
2: About the eggplants <laughs> oh my gosh that was serious like Whoa. I had not seen um,
1: TikToks when I had started watching it, right? So I obviously didn't know it was going to happen. And I'm watching it, like, cut it up on my couch and put, like, my Snuggie on. And, like, I'm just, like, you know, like, watching. And I, like, literally had to, like, sit up, take my glasses off and be, like, oh, my God. And then they yeah. wrote an article on – they wrote an article. I cannot remember – I think – I don't know. remember what fucking magazine or whatever wrote an article. But about how it was, like, his real, like, dick or whatever. And I was, like, bro,
0: This is not happening. But then he's dating the lead actress. Oh, really? See, I didn't- In real life. So, I mean, if that was my boyfriend, I'd be totally okay with letting people
2: see what I have. Well, that's just bragging rights right there. So, I mean- And then the
1: TikToks of the husband seeing it. There was one husband who I literally sat there and laughed for at like 30 minutes. He was like, when he watched it, he was like, that's a fucking weapon. And I was like, oh my God dude i it was too much but yeah, yeah and then yeah so who would you cast for your leading roles do you know who you would have uh, you know
2: i have no idea i mean i would t- i would totally take the cover model for Reeve. i mean
1: <laughs> oh i mean absolutely if we could do if we could transport ian summerhalder back a few years and make him a Ooh, that longer, would
2: work i, I know like see, i don't, don't i don't watch a lot of i feel like i haven't seen any movies like i don't even know who with this age group other than like you know they have all these netflix stars and i don't even know their names so it's hard (laughs) for me to say like
1: oh you could use jacob eldroy as reeve see i don't i don't know who that is oh my effing god have you ever watched euphoria no you ever
2: watched the kissing booth oh yeah oh okay yeah see this is like i watch all of the shows but they don't like so
1: noah in the kissing booth um, Okay. But I think if you had him like a little bit more edgier and he does like in Euphoria, he's a bit more of an edgier character than he is. And I always find him way more attractive in Euphoria than I ever did in the kissing booth. So um, yeah, I think he would
2: make a good brief. Oh yeah, that would work.
1: Um. So what is next for you in
2: 2021? So I'm currently writing Clea's book. So she's the third friend mm-hmm. of this quad pod so her book is a neighbor's to lovers single dad well, we're here for a single dad and i'm gonna throw in a little brother's best friend business because i think he's gonna be friends with her her brother because she lives with her brother so i think i'm just going to do like but he's the one He's got. He's giving me like serious Grady vibes because he's very broody and broken and really like withdrawn, you know. And oh, he's he's got a kid. Is okay.
1: Can you tell me if it's a girl or a boy? The kid. It's a girl. Oh my god! Yes, I love a brody hero with a little girl walking around like he's so soft for her, but he's such a dickhead in real life. Oh god,
0: send me. There's a
2: scene. I'll spoil alert. There's a scene already like in the beginning where they're playing barbies and he's like totally in over his head and it's really cute i'm
1: literally send. i literally send me sign me up please god please. yeah
2: so and i don't i'm hoping i mean i'm i'm not that far into it yet but i am like writing every day you know so i'm hoping to be done writing it at the end of august and so i hopefully can release it in october
1: oh fuck yeah please do <laughs> so hopefully
2: fingers oh crossed well it,
1: i'm excited okay so that is our last general book question and we're gonna move on to writing questions um so you were one of the first episodes that we really ever did i think like she was like what episode like like three three or something like that so
2: (laughs) you guys you guys popped my podcast jerry so
1: Let's just like, yeah, I love it. So we basically um, have changed like a little bit of the questions. However, if you re- recall us asking you a similar question, just tell us that we've asked you already and move forward. Oh, um, so, yeah, like wrap it up. But, um, so tell me how many unpublished and half finished books do you have? Because I know like multiple authors who come on here and they're like, yeah, I've got like four, like just chilling that are like not finished.
2: Oh yeah. So I, I guess it depends on how much I have tons of like ideas that I've I have paragraphs for but they're not necessarily half written by any means I mean I I have never gotten halfway through a book and then ditched it to start a different book you know yeah. um but I I have one like half done novella maybe something I don't know I wrote it before I started publishing so I have that and I don't know if I'll ever do anything necessarily with it but otherwise I don't I don't have anything that's sitting unpublished because um, it's all, I mean I have stuff that's on for newsletters so it's not technically published on, like, yeah. Amazon, like but it's out there um, yeah otherwise I have a bunch of just ideas in the hopper that I haven't I don't know if I'll ever write them but
1: <laughs> they're <forward>. sitting
2: there. <laughs>
1: so, if you could tell your younger writing self anything, what would it be?
2: I would definitely say uh don't be intimidated and then just uh pull the trigger and publish the book. I mean, it took me 3 years when I first started writing my book. I mean, I've always loved writing like ever since I was really little, but um you know once this huge new like romance wave started I was getting really back into reading romance like 2012 you know yeah and I think I started writing my book in 2013 2014 but I didn't publish it till 2017 so I would definitely I said, oh god, what I said, oh my god Harlow I know so that one had you asked me that question, that one sat unpublished for a while because I was too chicken shit so, um, and I think a lot of people are, you know, it's a very intimidating thing to put your work out there. Um, and I will say, I mean, it, it is horrifying to receive like negative reviews. I mean, you kind of sadly get over it and get used to it, but, um, yeah, when people are like ripping you apart, I mean, so that I think can hold a lot of people back, but at the same time, it's so gratifying to know even one person who likes your book or just knowing that people are reading it and
1: yeah it's like awesome it's very super like it's
2: totally worth it
1: exactly exactly it's totally worth it mm-hmm. so do you try to be more original or do you deliver to your readers what they want
2: well I think <laughs> I'm I'm <laughs> all uh and I think it's gotten into me into a little bit trouble no um I I like to do what I want to do um okay. so like <laughs> 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 I I wrote left, yeah, left for wild and knowing that it was like completely this like weird random story um, com- and I didn't know if it was gonna sell well, but I also like to write what I like to read too. so yeah, and it just so happens that I, you know I found readers too like that and so which is good because I, I try not to you know go too far off the beaten path, but at the same time if I'm if I want to write like an extreme, hate to lovers romance then I'm gonna do it and hopefully you guys will read it hopefully my readers will trust me (laughs) yeah but so for example I mean I've had people be like oh are you ever gonna write a reverse harem and I'm like no I can't do that (laughs) maybe that's a little too far off the path like I know that that's the market and it's really hot right now but I'm like I don't think I have that like I don't know where I would even start with that you know so so many but I think that's typical. Like, you know, you have to kind of stay on brand too. Yeah. I'm not just like going to go off and start writing like super dark yeah, reverse harems. So that wouldn't really make sense <laughs> when I have books like, you know, leave them loved and watch them. <laughs> but so. So
1: what other authors are you friends with and how do they help you become a better writer?
2: Oh, that's a good question. So I think you guys said KK. Oh, was I not maybe supposed to say that <laughs> so you okay oh, KK, because KK's episode's been out yeah because oh,
0: okay. <laughs> well,
2: you told me like that this is gonna be the first one of your. and so I wasn't sure if you just had pre-recorded her for like later okay anyways yeah. so but so KK was on here so KK Allen is one of my really close friends and Heather Orgeron um and Kate Farlow LK Farlow yeah um like Tia Louise. So we all, and I talk with these ladies a lot. Um, I've been friends with them for a really long time, but they definitely made me better. Cause I just feel like there's this level of regardless how stupid your question is or how ridiculous, you know, the paragraph is that you write to them that like, does this (laughs) make sense? Like I, it's like a no judgment zone. You know what I mean? Just to have that camaraderie. So yeah. Have you ever met anyone in
1: person? Hmm? Have you ever met any of them in person?
2: Yes. So Heather and KK and I were in an anthology together mm-hmm. uh, two years ago. And then after that, we met in Boston at the talk book signing. And then after, after that, it was just, we like blossomed into this beautiful friendship. Um, <laughs> and we like, we met on the beach. We took like a retreat on the beach and I flew to shameless just to hang out with them. I wasn't signing. So, and then we, we all saw each other. Well, then they came to New Orleans in last February before the pandemic struck. I was at a signing. And so then they came. So that was the last time that I saw them, but
1: I am trying to convince my author friends to go on a writing retreat. We're going. Yeah. Remember,
0: we're planning one. We're going.
1: It's so I, beautiful
2: to do that. I mean, and, and you don't get a lot of writing done, but the bonding is. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what i I, I love think. the honesty about that. I want to get writing done
1: so badly, though. So this is my theory, right? This is my plan. So we're going to go to Love and Boulder, okay? Oh, yeah. And we're going to extend our trip a little bit from after the signing to, like, do the retreat or whatever. And I was like, I was like, I don't know why anybody, nobody is taking this. It, it, listen, this is what I want to do. I literally just want to go grocery shopping for like however long we're going to be there and put like everything in the refrigerator so we don't ever have to leave the the, the complex where we're staying at. Because we're going to do an Airbnb. So we're just stay there. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to stay there. And we're going to have designated writing times. Okay. I have to get work done. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just going to end up being the antisocial one. gonna happen. Everybody-
0: she'll end up drinking and then we will be fine. We'll all be like
2: well right no I mean
0: Drunk on our asses.
2: I haven't done too many writing retreats but the ones that I have to I mean we did write and we had you know we had carved out like several hours throughout the days but then we would go on the beach but it's not always necessarily about sitting there writing like we were talking about plotting you know we were helping each other yeah figure out our stories and stuff like that too so it's also just nice being you know in face-to-face with people of like like-minded who are writing book uh, writing a book and you know what I mean so
1: yeah because then you don't feel as alone because you're like bro I literally hate this fucking whole paragraph and they're like it's same, me too like they understand <laughs>
2: they're also like okay what's your work you know like you're racing or like, I don't know yeah yeah right. but like you know it just it's different when you're in person
1: so my last writing question to you is do you read your book reviews and how do you deal with bad or good ones
2: I do. Uh, I try, I mean, I don't read all of them, but sometimes I'll read them just to see if, so a lot of one-star reviews are just really nasty. And I just feel like a lot of times people are just out to be nasty. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I guess they are a little bit, they are critical and um, constructive criticism, but not but still like, can be really nasty anyway. So I'll read them every once in a while. Not, I I try and stay away from one stars because like I said, a lot of times they're just like out to be mean. Um, but especially like three stars and uh, you know, four stars, like there is a lot of stuff where I'm like, Oh yeah, they're right. Like I could have done that better. Like I can actually learn from, you know, moving forward. If they're like, Oh, it's just something like, Hey, there was too much banter apparently. I mean, I don't know a thing <laughs>
1: um, I would have read that review and been like oh okay add
2: to cart <laughs> yeah well, I just got a one star review for something I hate and they're like this whole book is just like snarky banter and I'm like I don't understand what
0: add to cart what is the <laughs> problem like why is that a problem? Add to cart. Look, I'm talking. one of those people who like who read the bad reviews and yeah because most of the time I will read them
2: you know me too i so with other books like that i'm interested in like i'll read the negative reviews and i'm like oh there's too much sex that's that's Add to car, like i need <laughs> literally
1: when i'm looking for dark romance reads especially dark romance read because i like dark like gritty shit right i'll go to yeah. like bars and it's like they're so mean to her. Yeah. They do
2: these crazy shit to them. And I'm like, oh, okay, add to cart. So, yeah, they're like, <laughs> the author didn't want us that there'd be butt stuff. And I'm like, oh, that sounds great to me. Like, let's yeah. it. <laughs> do it. Yeah, me up, bro.
1: But <laughs> I think three-star reviews are where you're going to find the most, like, constructive criticism. Right. Because right it's like, where, right yeah. there, giving you a four, And they're right there giving you a two. So it's like, what did I do to, you know, like what can I do to like make that three or four or something like that, you know?
2: Yeah. And I think a lot of times also with four-star reviews, it's just, um, it depends on the reviewer because a lot of times, I mean, four stars are like five stars, you know, or like yeah, a lot of reviewers reserve five stars for, you know, like epic, epic, epic books, which makes sense. Yeah. but yeah, the three stars, you can, I can usually get a decent amount of like, oh yeah, they're, that's true. I guess I could work on that. Exactly. So but I do read them, but it's also like with a grain of salt.
1: Yeah. If I like see a one-star review, like happen to like look at it, cause I don't go seeking out for them. Cause it's just like, yeah, I just know it's going to fuck, like, it's going to fuck my head up. So it's like, if I happen to stumble across one and I read it, I, like, go read a four-star just to, like, make myself feel a little bit better. Right. Just, like, it'd be like, okay, it's all right. I'm, and who, was it, who
0: was it that told us um, for every one star review you have go to your favorite author and read their Alexis winners yeah and then it would make her feel better she was like "That's
2: so true episode. especially on yeah, good it's like a book that you
1: love and yeah. shares with your entire heart right yeah and it's like let's go look at their reviews and then you look at the one stars for those like Achilles Song of Achilles is probably one of my all-time favorite books ever and I'm like in my head I'm like there's no possible way that anybody could ever hate this book and like go to the reviews and there's like a ton of one stars and I'm like
2: what the fuck this is a great part i know that just goes to show i mean obviously we already know that but that yeah reading is yeah full of opinions and which makes it you know it's a beautiful thing like what one book isn't gonna be for somebody but yeah favorite of somebody else so
1: exactly so that is my final writing question and i'm going to let stevie take her portions of reading questions so take it away pal
0: Okay, so what attracts to a book? The cover, the blurb,
2: or recommendation? Um, so first, I, I, the, bl- the blurb. Um, recommendations, though, I, I mean, I guess. Like, so if somebody tells me that they just read this book and it's, like, really great and it has, you know, faded mates, like, I love paranormal, um, then I'll be like, okay, great, I'll read it. Um, but also... A book yeah mostly the blurb because covers can be especially with fantasy and paranormal yeah um, you know they're not necessarily like a beautiful shirtless man that i'm used to with romance like regular <laughs> 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 so, so the cover can can usually be like you know it's fine but the blurb definitely will sell me so that's something that i always with my books do i especially try to work make sure that it really is like gonna sell the book because I think I think that's the case for a lot of people is that they look at the blurb yeah
0: I'm a cover whore same
2: (laughs) no I love covers but I I mean it wouldn't necessarily like keep me away from reading it you know that's true too understand but I've definitely (laughs) one clicked a book based on the cover alone without even knowing what it's about oh there you go
0: MJ tell her your story about how the book (laughs) you have on your shelf right now I
1: literally literally bought I literally was scrolling through Instagram and I feel like I've told every single author this on this podcast but I was literally scrolling through Instagram and Claire Contreras it was when she first released Fables and Other Lies
2: oh yeah and
1: I saw (laughs) that fucking cover and I was like I don't even know what this is about but I'm gonna buy it immediately went to Amazon bought it I just read the blurb yesterday <laughs> and I have had this book for like what four or five months Stevie
0: yeah and it took me telling her that it was a gothic romance
1: for me to be like oh I'm gonna take that off <laughs> it's that's like hilarious. literally love the cover though like congratulations Claire because that shit is like awesome but I do want to read it because it is gothic romance I didn't know it was gothic romance so I was like
2: yeah <laughs> I know There, those cover I know that's the thing like some covers I'm like oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna in there then we'll see what it's about later i guess
0: (laughs) what's your favorite underappreciated book
2: oh that's a tough one well because there's so many there's so many paranormal books that i feel like are really underappreciated um and that's what i've been reading a lot lately i guess so right now i feel like cursed by kk allen um I read that like it just didn't I mean I don't know like why necessarily or but I don't think um, it's gotten seen by a lot of eyes yet but now she's put it into Kindle Unlimited so that might have maybe had something to do with it.
0: The reviews that she's gotten on this book that she keeps sharing on TikTok are cracking me up. Yeah
2: so I love that book like the series and I know that Curse is only the first book but it was I mean it's just like so good and I feel like yeah, it's not necessarily getting the attention that it deserves. Um, and I mean, there's pro- there's a lot of them like that. Um, I'm trying to think of other books that, that I've read recently. And I don't know, but that one, you know, I feel like, especially because she's my friend and I know that she deserves to be seen by everybody and that that book should be read by everybody. <laughs> so,
0: I know yeah. MJ was on here, what she was on here, MJ was trying to guess the plot. <laughs> i was i was trying to guess the
1: plot um and it's at current it's i've already bought it like i bought it before it went on ku and it's like on my kindle i just am writing right now but it's like on my list because when she came on um i didn't even know that she was writing a like enchanted gods kind of like the i didn't even know she was writing it and i was like i'm sorry what did you say
0: yeah (laughs) what did you say
1: i want to read this
2: Yes. Well yeah. And it's, you know, if you've read any of her books, I mean her writing is so, so good. And so this just brings out a whole nother like side of her writing. And I think it really shines too because it's, you know, it's mythical and there's, you know, just those magical elements and stuff like that where she could really kind of, I think, play with a different side of a side of it. So yeah, I recommend it to anybody who and even if you don't necessarily read fantasy, because it's not overly crazy I mean it's not like they're in the depths of hell
1: but it's like modern fantasy that's what she was explaining so right I mean I'm excited I can't wait to read it
2: yeah no it's really good
1: (laughs) so who are
0: some of your favorite authors to read
2: um well so I just finished tia louise's book trouble i just bought it yesterday i'm so oh, excited yeah i did a TikTok. i was like all scrubbalicious and it was so <laughs> um well because i read a lot of my friends i read a lot of my friends books so like um yeah like heathers and kk's and tia's and um i read candy steiner's say yes that was really fun because it's like 90s nostalgia um say oh my god I loved that book I loved that book waitlist from her will always be my favorite but say yes is really good and it you know it just like gives you those like old school feels which was really fun but uh, yeah and then um I'm trying to think who else I've read recently so and I don't even know I'm so excited about um death by Laura Thalson like I'm so excited um but yeah I don't know those are my favorites like and I haven't read I'm trying to think of the paranormal ones that I've read too um oh my gosh what's her name (laughs) she just released a book and I can't I can't remember and Heather got me in this like I don't know if you guys know Gemma James but I was reading that like Zodiac Queen series
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: Yeah, i had to stop because i wasn't getting anything done
1: with my that's life literally me
2: <laughs> um i read three of them that's like they're so addicting yeah uh, so i yeah i binged those zoe draven zoe draven <laughs> she's the one that has this series of like yeah they're aliens but they're you know human enough but
1: so like ice planet barbarians when that fucking thing blew up
2: on tiktok I had read those and then I read, I read the first two, I think, which is enough sometimes just <laughs> like, <laughs> i already read them, but I was like, I, I don't think I can fall down this hole that deep again. <laughs> yeah. Like
1: I literally like, so I had not, I had not heard of them. Okay. But I'm like a huge fan of Avatar, like of the book. Oh yeah. Right. I'm a huge fan of Avatar. Okay. And, um, like been by, like been waiting since I was like fucking, you know, whenever avatar first came out for a second one and it's taking Helen forever for it yeah. but I love that and I saw it on TikTok and I was like oh my god these are just like avatars I think a
2: few people dressed up like them and they went all <gasps> I out seeing the TikToks
1: of the women dressing their men painting their men blue <laughs> oh
2: god, that was those are really hilarious
1: bro I can't I, I love it it's amazing
2: yeah I so that's what I really love about TikTok too is that it's and get bringing back because ice plant barbarians has been around for a really long time yeah. and i think it's just opening up a lot of people to this to these other romances yeah um so which is really fun but. like look at this I think <laughs> well, alien in general is an a, a game alien user. smut
1: alien smut is he, i'm here for it
0: me too <laughs> so i think it was kat and i that were talking about tiktok in general about how you fall down these rabbit holes mm-hmm On TikTok and you follow the most outrageous accounts. I know. That like I follow, (laughs) I follow, I was fell down a rabbit hole the other day about watching car repossessions.
1: (laughs) And I was just like, this is so entertaining. If somebody saw my TikTok for
0: you page, they would be like, what? That's That's what I'm saying though, because I follow the people that organize their kitchens and then I follow like inspectors. To the (laughs) brim. Right.
2: And then you get all those. I know I- i I think I'm following this like one like this um I don't know if you know I think it's his name is Squishy the Squirrel oh my gosh she's so cute but then I get like all of these like adorable animals and then the next one is like the super raunchy romance so yeah it's like all he
0: talks the best I love the it algorithm yeah. man yeah the
2: it's a beautiful called. thing they switch it up really nice you know it's
1: lovely
2: so do you prefer e-readers or physical copies I uh yeah Kindle Kindle Unlimited is my friend
0: So that is also I I think Kindle needs to sponsor me with KU because that's
2: all I ever read on anymore. And you know what? And I think this is I'm still kind of convinced it's a glitch, but they let me have 20 books. What the fudge? Right? What the hell is that? I need that. It happened it happened in May, like the end of May. All of a sudden I was just I know I knew I had returned a bunch of books and then it just kept letting me like loan. Borrow, borrow, borrow! I like I literally like need- a lot of books, and then I went and counted, and I was like, "I have, I have twenty books." And I'm then so I was look like, at mine. Hey, gosh, they're changing things.
0: Oh, well, and they could be because they ro- they rolled out a bunch of beta programs recently for the US.
2: Uh, stuff, and
0: right, Kindle Bella's in beta right now for the US, and then they also have the um, Kindle Points system, where if you buy paperback or Kindle versions, you get oh, points, right. and you get four hundred. Once you get to 400, it equals $4 in on uh, Kindle, Kindle, Amazon Kindle credits. Oh, that's right.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. So it might be something like that, but I've, I'm still waiting for somebody else. I have else. 11. What? I have 11. Oh, 11. So hey. they must
0: have opted. I'm going to have to look at mine.
2: But yeah, because I was waiting for somebody, some other people. Well, because then I went and read it and others were like, oh, yeah, they're maybe rolling that out, but I haven't heard from anybody else and they haven't taken it away. So. I mean, don't take it away. Please, God. Oh, no, Right. It it's, it's great. Amazon,
0: don't listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's like,
1: listen, I have so many on my TBR that I just want to just go buy and like put on there. So it's just like there so I can just like go to it or whatever. But no, then it's like, you must put back a book in order to get another one.
0: And I'm like, eh, I, I No, And I'm like,
2: but I already read these four, but I don't really want to return them because I still like just seeing them in there. And I'm not going to
0: lie. And I will say this because I've said this before, is that there are. I think there are two books that never get returned on my Kindle Sorry. at all, and yeah. one yeah. of them is Beyond the Bases by Kaylee Ryan. Oh, and it. I even own the paperback of that book. I also own the paperback of Breaker, and that Breaker's the other one, <laughs>
2: right? You just <laughs> they both just sit there. Bro, I have I a spot. few. I have a few in there that they've definitely. I think one for sure has been in there since like October. And I'm just like don't rush. But now I have 20 spots, so I definitely Lucky can always free up like three at least. Lucky for you.
0: Now I'm gonna go look at mine. What is what was your last five star
2: read? Oh gosh. Um. Well, I finished. Let me look at my Kindle because I know. I'm, I already talked about Trouble and Curse. So let me tell you something else that I
1: also. Side me. note, I just want to let everybody know that Dr Pepper Zero Sugar is absolutely delicious. Oh really? I've never yeah. Known. I am trying to, like, cut out pop, so this is, like, the first pop I've had in, like, a week, and it has zero calories, and it tastes- Her
0: southernness is coming out when she says pop. What?
2: (laughs) Your southern accent comes out when you start talking about pop. Oh, well. Oh, um, yeah. I didn't even, I wouldn't have even called you on that, but, yeah, I call it soda, I guess, but.
1: Pop? I'm sorry. Okay, soda. This soda only has zero calories, and it tastes just like regular Dr. Pepper, so- Dr.
2: Pepper sponsor me. So okay, my last one. So I'm I just I'm reading Choosing Theo right now. Um, and it's by if you need Victoria. Oh no, I can't see her name. Aveline. That one's really super good. Um, and I read I I told you already about the Zodiac Queen books, but that series isn't done yet. So if you are you know, needing a completed series, but those books are really super good. Um, and if you're looking for a little bit more aliens, um, Ivy, <laughs> Sparks, Ivy Sparks has some really good ones. Um, I'm just going to let you know. Okay. Here's, here's a funny story. Cause I know, I think I told you guys a really funny story last time. So no, cause you were just asking how I choose books. So you didn't ask me about titles.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. Titles. The titles. I got that answer.
2: Titles can really sometimes sell the book. So this Ivy, so, you know, your Kindle recommends books to you, right? And all of a sudden I see Alien Seed and I'm like, well, clearly I have to read that. (laughs) Clearly. And she got me. I've read like three or four of her books now. Uh, And, you know, it wasn't so you would think by it being called alien seed that it's gonna be like super over the top raunch, yeah but it was actually really good and the writing's really good and it wasn't like there' was I think it was actually a slow burn, which is hilarious but
1: an alien slow burn I'm here for it
2: yeah so and it's really it's really spicy though once once they get into it um but anyway, so I just put up alien seed I was like, wow, well, gotta me on that. <laughs> You love that please have that be the clip
1: for this episode please have that be the clip for this episode stevie oh my, my god to that be
2: the book. Book. alien seed harlow loves the alien barn.
1: i love it so okay. we are moving into our last section of questions which is our favorite portion and we did not have these questions when you were on the podcast so oh. this is exciting okay um what is your favorite trope
2: to write and why oh well I I love enemies lovers Um, now it just kind of depends on how like aggressive it's going to be with the enemies lovers but
1: yeah because you've like you've bumped up the notches
2: yeah so because my first one was gent which I think everybody still you know they really like that book for me um and and he was a pretty big asshole but it was still I mean it was still had sweet moments and then I went to like Brants with ask me why and he was a really big really big jerk and loner crawford wasn't that big of a jerk so that was like another kind of level of enemies slivers. but then there was landon so (laughs) now there's (laughs) a little by little i just find it i find those books much easier for me to write so right now, the book I'm writing right now is like heavy, emotional. It's like packed with feels. And I think, you know, those take me longer because they're just sometimes harder to write or you have to like step back. At least for me, I have to like step back more and be like, oh, with enemies to leverage, you're just like, bam, bam, bam. Like, I hate you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I have a lot of fun with those books because, yeah, and I think that they're really, they're really good. Just palate cleansers too, or just like emotional, like, yeah. Like- yeah relief because they're yeah. fun and
0: pretty much so what is one trip you would eventually like to write and
2: why oh this is a good question I was I keep meaning to ask my group this because there are some so I would really like to do like um the fake fiance slash like forced or you know not oh. necessarily where there it's a arranged marriage but maybe like even more aggressive where it's like a forced marriage like forced coupling you know yeah like mafia like stolen well so that's where I have to you know toe the line of I don't think I can get into mafia
0: (laughs) 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 but she could do a marriage of convenience
1: but you could do like
0: a I could
2: well yeah so I could I, I could make it my own and just figure it out um, because this is like one of my ideas that I have you know like a marriage of convenience where they've just been like assumed that they were gonna be together but then like for some reason it's like forced like it's no longer a choice I don't know I'm still and it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be mafia <laughs> so <laughs> I don't I don't know how it's gonna work out but I also have never done like sports I haven't done any sports and I live in Minnesota and hockey I feel like I should do like a hockey series well um, mj is our resident hockey author so <laughs> Hockey's my i don't i don't watch a lot of hockey though so i would have to I Well, don't. i'm gonna tell
1: you right now don't become a minnesota wild fan because you will be disappointed
2: highly oh i know that already i mean i have to watch hockey to know that i used to be a north stars fan you know way back in the day and so yeah, yeah. um that's probably why i don't watch a lot of hockey i mean i i used to watch a lot of gophers hockey like our minnesota the university of minnesota team and they're yeah. really good mm-hmm. so they don't disappoint us as much as the wild do but yeah so
1: however but. i will say i will give a congratulations to the wild for making it to the playoffs this year i mean congratulations <laughs> on that front and you guys om- they almost had it they almost i mean they almost had it. And then the vegas wild the vegas golden Knights, were just like psych sorry
2: yeah minnesota fans weren't surprised
1: by that yeah no but i i mean good for them um so what is one trope you will never write and why
2: reverse harem (laughs) yes that's true i will i will not write a reverse harem. (laughs) it's always the tropes that i like the most this is this is is what happens it goes
0: from one extreme to another either authors won't write reverse harem or they won't write my favorite which is surprise baby
2: Right. Yeah, so it's for the out, I beautiful. love surprise babies. I haven't I haven't done a secret baby, so that would be one that I would do. But yeah, uh, the reverse harem, I just yeah, I don't see myself ever being able to pull that off.
0: There's and, so many body parts in, with that involved. Yeah. And that's
1: why I like it.
0: Where do you put all these body parts?
1: I mean, I could I could show you multiple books where they very, very, very detailed tell you where the i body heard
2: parts that are. there's one that's going on that there's like all five holes, and I'm like well, what? Five holes? Um, wait, hold up.
1: I mean, I mean... Alien I seed? No. Alien, I mean... I mean, you have more than three holes, but, I mean, I don't think physically your ears... Well, I know, really
2: know, but do you really want to use those? I mean... Exactly, what
1: I'm saying. I don't think your ears would be very, like, happy with you. <laughs> so
2: yeah or your nose like It your is, nose.
0: is. oh like, no oh
2: why no why is it this podcast goes and really like we'll see like in really vipers. this is why you shouldn't invite me
1: <laughs> spoiler spoiler alert In dinner viper yeah, you
2: brought up the reverse serums again okay it wasn't me so
1: um so if you haven't read dinner vipers don't listen to this portion but like it has one of my favorite sex scenes in it like ever and that's basically just where like one of them like takes a Knife and like the handle portion is in one orifice of the lady, and then their body parts are in other orifices of the lady. Like the not the dagger portion, the knife,
2: the, hilt, the <laughs> handle, yeah,
1: the handle well, portion. And I went like, "Am I attracted? I'm attracted to this. Yeah, this is hot, definitely."
2: Okay, so I guess I yeah, if it's not necessarily like their penis,
1: five like- holes. That just I need to figure out like what book people are reading.
2: Is, is it, it like is tentacle that's... porn? I bet it's like tentacles. I bet it's aliens. Like no, I don't tentacles. think so. I think it's something going around on TikTok. KK just told me about it, actually. I need to find it. I need to <laughs> find it. I'm going to have to ask KK what it is. I'm going to get off of this podcast, and
1: it's going to be the first thing. On yeah, I'll have to is. send
2: you the link. I, I honestly don't remember but she was talking about yeah i don't remember it'll be
1: that. on my for you page as soon as we got here i
2: know it. yeah because they're listening to us I don't
1: exactly care. so stevie you can take the last question okay and-
2: so if
0: you were in a book what trope would you want for your story
2: <gasps> um i always okay well because i don't have i have a bunch of sisters i always wanted to like fall in love with my you know my friend's older brother or oh, well yeah. you know so yeah, like the brothers first. what's that that one's the first one we've heard oh really yeah, yeah. well and growing up I had I had a friend who had older brothers but it wouldn't you know they just didn't really didn't really work out um <laughs> but I always thought you know growing up crazy. growing up if I had an older brother and then he would have all of these really attractive friends that I could date like that yeah. would be really cool
1: Well, I have a, I'm the oldest. So, um, all of my, my closest sibling to me is about to turn 18 in like four days. Well, damn. And so, all of his friends obviously are below the age of 18, and none of them, none of them are on my radar at all because I'm just like, gross. No. And like, oh my God, have you been on? Okay. So, like, I am like, I'm not like, Okay, so like I'll be on TikTok, right, and I'll be like scrolling, and there'll be like super attractive guys, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, like he would be great for like a, you know, like inspiration for like mm-hmm. a, a main character." And you like, click on their profile, and they're like 17, and I'm like, "Oh my god,
2: jail!" <laughs> I'm <going to> jail! <laughs> it's like, I am 36, and I feel like a lot of times like these guys they're like 21, and I think about it, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, they don't. That's not cool anymore, is it?" Like, oh my god, jail
1: immediately for me, jail. But I'm like, 17-year-olds don't look like 17-year-olds anymore. And it's like stressing me out. Stressing me out.
2: I know. It's disappointing. But it happens to <laughs> so, be older. So yeah. that is. It's just a number. I mean, uh, uh, below 18. But it yeah, is yeah, a number. Yeah. Don't do that. But <laughs> once they turn 18. <laughs>
1: no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm okay. No, game. Um, no. So that is our last question for you. Sadly, however, this has been, once again, a really great podcast.
2: I'll oh, you. you're back we missed you
0: we missed i don't know what the hell just happened but it started like flashing
2: well you were like stuck you were like frozen and but we didn't really like it just looked like you were listening very intently
0: yeah you were like i was like trying to text mj like uh my computer just and what it did it was said my internet was unstable and which is weird because it's connected
2: that's so funny
0: and i'm like uh do you want us do you want to announce who the next uh
1: guest is going to be on this one or a second portion
0: go ahead you can we can do it now all
1: right so our day two anniversary episode after harlow is adriana Locke, and we are super excited to and stoked to talk about her we um just really fun. i love her books cb loves her books so we're super i just excited. finished
0: the gifts Boy and boys series i'm obsessed <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, we're super hyped to talk to her. But, Harlow, thank you so much for joining us. This was awesome. And uh, we hope you have a great day.
2: Thank you. You too. Thanks for having me, as always. And happy anniversary. Thank
1: you. Woo-hoo.